Hey, you know these classic sayings, don't judge a book by a cover. When you assume ASSU and me, you make an ass out of you and me. That's a real one. I didn't make that one up. And look before you leap or think before you speak. You've heard this before, right? So how do this classic sayings and advice apply to business and personal branding in 2022? Empathy. That's how they all combine together. I'm going to explain how to apply this to your professional and personal development as well today on the Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast because it's Saturday. We're in the office, outworking the competition, coming in early, staying late, and earning our success even on the weekend. So I want you to check out the podcast today because we're going to go deep, deep, deep into this idea, these ideas, conversations, and how you apply these different old, known, sometimes cliche sayings into real practical empathy. So let's go. Here we go. Don't judge a book by its cover. You've heard this a hundred thousand times. You've heard this plenty of times in your life. Don't judge a book by cover. Of course, this is a superficial and very limited view of all the good stuff that's inside the book. The cover can only tell you so much. There's physical limitations. There's also an attempt by the cover designer to make you want to look in the book and learn more. So you can only get the headline, maybe some photography, some quotes, a little bit of information about the author themselves from the cover of the book. You have to look deeper. It is the same way with people. Don't judge them from the outside, not just how they look. And it's easy to say, don't judge people on how they look on their physical appearance, on things that are obvious to the visual interpretation, which is their gender, their race, their ethnicity, their skin color, their general appearance, their size, their shape, all kinds of stuff that comes visually when you look at someone. But that only tells you a portion of who that person is today, especially things that can be changed such as appearance, such as the clothes they're wearing. Maybe they don't look well kept today or they look stressed or they look unhealthy, but it could be very temporary. It could be something very specific to that day and you don't know what else it is. Now, if you stop at the cover, you don't go deeper, then you won't learn anything about them and you'll only make the most superficial surface level decisions about that person. The reason that that is such a bad idea to do for obvious, there's multiple reasons, right? But number one, you don't want anyone to do that to you. You don't want someone to look at you and say, well, I I don't like talking to men or women, or I don't like people who look that way or people who are not dressed appropriately or some other thing. You don't want people to make assumptions. We'll talk about assumptions again here in a minute about you based on your cover, your outward experience. So you shouldn't do this, do the same. Now, when you pick up a book, when a cover has been interesting or intriguing enough, a physical book, looking around for an example of a book, but I didn't have one nearby, then you start reading it. At the very least, you skim through it, but you start reading it. You start learning more for every page. And again, the book has a structure where 
you get basic information up front, table of contents, chapter headings, the type of things you can expect, maybe a summary or a quote from someone else, a forward, if you will, in the book. Then you start reading. Then you start getting deeper into the depths of what it is, the subject matter of the book. You learn more and more every page you read in the book, every level deeper into the book. You learn more about the subject, about what's being communicated to you. It's the same thing with people, but you can't learn those lessons. You can't turn those pages unless you converse with people, unless not just talking at them, but talking with them. One of the best ways to do this is to ask questions, but not ask questions where you have already pre-assumed the answer. Don't ask the obvious stuff. Ask real questions. Dig deeper into who the person is and move away from what they look like or your perceived assumptions. So learn more about them. Turn the pages by asking questions, not to confirm your previous biases and not to overcome objections. This is another important mistake that people make on a regular basis is you have conversations with people and you often ask them questions because you want them to confirm your bias, number one, or you want them to say something that you can then rebut or overcome their objection when they have a difference of opinion, a different view, a different background, a different philosophy. You want to be able to win the argument or win the conversation. That is not real communication and is definitely not learning about and with each other. That is where a conversation becomes an an argument or at the very least a debate. You can learn from debate. Arguments are typically useless. So ask questions, engage in conversations, not to support your bias or to make you the winner in the conversation, but to learn something from the other person the same way you would expect to learn something when you turn each page of a book. So the reason that this is valuable to you now, the reason that the tired cliche saying of don't judge a book by a cover is actually highly valuable when it comes to your self-brand, to your presentation to people in a modern age, is because you would want them to do the same for you. It's the golden rule, another saying that you've heard a thousand, maybe a million times in your life. Treat others the way you would expect them to treat you. You cannot get into a conversation. You cannot exchange information about you. You cannot tell them about you. You cannot teach someone else something new from your perspective if you're not willing to converse with them and learn from their perspectives. So it goes both ways. That combination of being open about yourself And learning from other people at the same time is empathy. Now, empathy is something you hear about on a regular basis. That is a skill set, a soft skill, if you will, that people are often looking for in business, personal, social life, etc. It's highly important, and it's the running theme through the conversation today. So that's number one. Don't judge a book by cover. And remember, when you read a book, when you pick up a book, when you're choosing a book to read, what is the point of reading a book? to learn something new, to understand something differently, to get a different perspective. Even if it's a pure entertainment book, 
doesn't have to be a business book. It doesn't have to be a mathematics book. It doesn't have to be an instructional book. It can be pure entertainment, but you're challenging your mind. You're giving yourself something different, something new that wasn't in your head before reading that book. So when you think about what it is you do to read a book, do the same thing when you have opportunities to meet people, to experience other people, to learn and exchange with other people. And then another thing you do is when you like a book, when you appreciate what you learned from it, if you found value in it, often you'll go back and read it again, sometimes immediately so that you pick up new details, sometimes because it's been 5, 10, 20 years since you read the book and you want to see if that perspective still stands up to how things work in 2022 or 2023 or wherever you are in the future. You can do the same thing with people. You can ask them those questions. You can engage them in conversation. You can always go back and engage them again. Even ask the same questions to see if their perspective has changed, their situation has changed, their background has changed, whether it's something in your exchange or the exchange with someone else. There's always a continual learning process. You can read a book again. You can go back and have conversations with people again Go deeper into those relationships that you can build with them. Now, the second saying, when you assume you make an ass of you and me, hopefully you guys have heard that one before. I I promise I did not make this one up. Assume, of course, is spelled A-S-S-U-M-E. So you make an ass, A-S-S, out of you and me, M-E, A-S-S-U-M-E, assume. What it really means is, again, starting at the top, assuming things about other people, is based on superficial information about outward experience, about judging from the cover or from the situation that you're in, the situation that you've heard about, or the limited amount of details you have for them. You have to assume other aspects because you don't know. You don't have the details. You do not have all the facts. You do not understand the parameters they're working with. You do not understand what they've been asked. This could be individually When you look at a person, you're trying to decide what are they wearing? Why do they have that haircut? Why did they present themselves this way? Why are they here? Or in a business situation, what are they trying to achieve? How can they benefit from me? Is there a relationship possibility, a working relationship? Or in society, maybe they posted something on social media. You saw a news story about them. You read something about them. You heard their name referenced by someone else, et cetera, where you only know a certain part about them. No matter what you've heard, no matter what you read, no matter what how reliable that source is, you still only have a limited scope of the story. You can fill in the gaps, but those are assumptions. Those assumptions aren't based on anything. Now, they're based on past experiences and best practices and things of this nature. If someone says, hey, that's a, a great business person, you can think to yourself, maybe they have experience, they have education, there's something Uh, that they're very bright in a certain way that makes them meet up to that compliment. The same thing, though, if it's negative, if someone says, well, they're not very good at this. Again, you only have a certain part of the conversation. You don't understand what the information was from the person telling you or how you read it or how you received that information about whether that's the reality or not because you don't have the full scope. I've had plenty of people look at different types of work I've done, whether it's a, a logo for a brand or or a business plan or some other documentation, a white paper, and immediately start in with, well, I would have done this different or you missed this opportunity or, you know, the real answer is, which is great, 
in a generic safe, you have nothing on the line, you have nothing to lose situation. But again, you didn't know the full details. You don't know what the client asked for. You don't know what the client needed. You didn't know what their strengths and weaknesses were. You didn't know who the real audience was. You didn't know what assets were in place. You don't know what was asked of the people in the relationship because you weren't there. You weren't part of it. So when you make assumptions, good and bad, you're filling in with what you think you know. And this is why it makes an ass of you because assuming is very arrogant. It's very based on your own ability to do things as the way you see them, which some people would call ego. And it doesn't really get you any closer to the truth. And because you've made an assumption about me, that's why it's make an ass of you. You're the person making the assumptions and me because you've lumped me into it as well. So going back to the basic idea, though, is if you don't know all the facts, if you're making assumptions about other people, but you would not want them to make assumptions about you, you would not want them to make a decision based on a limited set of facts about you. If you're asking them to not assume and to ask questions and to go deeper, at the very least, not make a judgment upon you, you have to be able to do the same thing for other people. So again, not assuming, avoiding assumption, trying to stay away from the temptation of making those assumptions based on the limited amount of information you have, that is empathy because you can do for others and then ask them to do for you. No one wants to be judged. No one wants to be looked at or seen in a limited scope with a limited amount of information. Unless you know more, unless you know enough of the scenario, enough of the situation, enough of the background, unless you're involved enough to make an informed decision, you're simply making assumptions. If it aggravates you, if it angers you, if it upsets you, if you find it to be unfair, etc., when people make assumptions about you, have enough empathy to not make assumptions about other people will benefit you in the long run. Now, these two things make sense when you add the third phrase. Think before you speak or look before you leap. It's the same thing. It's essentially not overreacting immediately, not going to a base emotion, but using logic. Think before you speak. Use logic. Use your brain. Avoid assumptions. Avoid that attempt to judge a book by a cover because you have a limited selection of, of information, which means you're assuming don't do things that immediately respond with, oh yeah, but that's leaping before you look, that's speaking before you think, but instead reverse course, think before you speak, ask yourself that first question, do I have all the information? Do I know what it is I'm talking about? Do I have informed decision? And if you don't, then think, am I being empathetic? Would I appreciate it if someone else did this to me or about me? If you're willing to ask yourself those questions, anytime someone says, hey, did you hear this? Did you know this? Did you hear the rumor? 
Did you hear the story? Did you see the social media post, etc., etc., etc.? Even if it's, did you see this on the news? If you ask yourself immediately, do I know that to be true? Do I have enough information? Can I make an informed decision? If you will start there, if you will think before you speak, the ability to be empathetic, to empathize, can get in between your initial reaction, whether it's about something's being said about you or being said about someone else that you're reacting to. But if you can apply logic, thinking, and empathy, if you can take a breath, take a beat before you speak, then instead of jumping into the assumption, instead of piling on to judging the book by its cover, you might instead ask yourself and ask others if they have the full picture, if they know enough information to make an informed decision, or are they assuming a lot of information based on a small subset of what they know or think they know or has been communicated to them. So again, if you will think before you speak, if you will look before you leap, if you will be better informed, if you will ask yourself, do I know enough to make an expression of information? Do I have enough or do I need to ask questions? Can I be empathetic to the person that's being spoken to or the person speaking about me? Now, this is a hard one to do. But someone might say, so-and-so has a low opinion of you. Or someone thinks that you're not skilled enough or experienced enough or the per- right person for this situation that you think you are. Now, your immediate response, of course, is, no, I, th- I disagree with them. It's an emotional response. Now, you can follow that up with factual information. No, I do have experience. I do have, the, I do have the ability to do so, which is fine. But again, it goes back to that's an argument and not a conversation. So instead, if you will stop, think, be empathetic to where they're coming from, what's happening, and what's right for the situation. What does the other person need, and how can you not overcome objections or win the argument, but communicate, express ideas, exchange information, give a different perspective, your perspective, to the other person who's more now more likely to accept your perspective and additional information because you're not arguing with him, you're communicating with him. You have opened the book, gone past the cover and gone deeper, allowed them to learn something and to experience something new so that then they can either stick with their original decision or modify that or completely change based on the information you give them. They will receive that information better if you will stop, think before you speak, be empathetic, and then speak to communicate, not overcome objections or win the argument. If you can do that, then you have huge opportunities to communicate, possibly change outcomes, change visions, change information about you or perspectives because you approach the communication correctly. So first of all, keep it simple. The simplest version is easiest to do. And if you can answer a question with yes or no, or that is incorrect, or that is incorrect, or I believe that to be true, the simplest version is right. If you don't know enough about what it is that's being communicated to you, ask questions. If you can't ask questions, if you can't gain more, more information, stop. 
think before you speak. If you have to have to speak in a situation where you don't have enough information, don't. Simply express the fact that you don't know enough about the situation in order to respond to it or to contribute to it or to add anything of value. It's okay to say, that's not anything I know about. It's not anything I have an experience with. I don't have the ability to ascertain correctly, so I'm not going to say anything at all. That is thinking before you speak. That is looking before you leap. If you can ask questions, if you can get more detail, if you can engage in a conversation, not a one-way conversation where you're telling someone only, but asking, receiving, and communicating in a two-way fashion, then you have the potential to come to a better outcome. So do that as well. Go deeper. Keep turning the pages of the book. Keep learning from the person or the persons you're talking to. Keep learning from the experience, but also keep providing more information from your perspective as well. This new perspective, this new potential for this relationship or the new version of this relationship, these are new opportunities. You could possibly take a bad situation, I heard something bad about you, and turn it into a good situation. Well, here's the actual truth. Here's the additional information. Here is information for you to do with it what you wish, not me telling you how to think, but giving you the information that you need in order to make an informed decision and learning from you at the same time. How did they come to their initial assumption? How did they get to where they were before they communicated with you? What have they learned with you in the communication process? How can you communicate better, etc.? All of this is the challenge of making yourself better. We've been talking a lot in the last few weeks, the last few episodes, the last few months about embracing change and making yourself better, improving yourself. And by following this process, by thinking before you speak or looking before you leap, by avoiding assumptions, by not judging books by their covers, by practicing empathy, both giving and receiving, you communicate at a better level, you create opportunities for yourself, and you internally, personally, and professionally grow. You mature, you improve, you expand yourself, and you make it more likely for you to take advantage of the opportunities you've created by part of being part of the process. So do not assume, do not judge a book by its cover, do not leap before you look and do not speak before you think. Instead, practice empathy, look for opportunities to create exchange of ideas, information, and perspective. Be open to your perspective changing yourself. Allow other people to change their perspective from the information that you provide them, not because you told them so, but because you give them information that is logical and makes sense to them that they can utilize with their past experiences, with their known knowledge as well with their ability to have empathy for you or for the situation. And now you've created bigger opportunities. So you can take something negative and turn it into a positive. You can turn a potential positive into a great positive, or you can turn something mundane into something great. If you follow some of this age old advice about don't judge a book by a cover, don't assume anything about people Think before you speak and look before you leap. If you will do those things, if you will practice empathy as a person, as a in your personal relationships, as a professional, in the way you treat people in the office, in a business situation, in business relationships, 
If you will do these things, you will communicate better, you'll understand better, and you'll take advantage of opportunities better. Thus, you'll be able to positively change, to grow, to expand, to be better every single day. That's the point. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. I appreciate it so much. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. I would appreciate it greatly. Make sure you get your Saturday Morning Hustle, Entrepreneur AF, Coffee and Donuts swag, and follow and engage on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the Facebook fan page for sure for the Saturday Morning Hustle. Don't miss an episode of the Saturday Morning Hustle, regular Saturday, but also the bonus series, the balance content bonus series. That's put up the last Monday of each month. There's a new one up now concerning inside contract, inside team versus outside contractors. How do you balance keeping it in-house and hiring out your internal team versus vendors and other professionals? It's an interesting conversation, so check that out as well. All the info, all the past episodes, all the swag, everything can be found at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. See you next week. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday.